Hey, I'm Judah. You're about to hear a message about Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I hope it is an encouragement to you personally. I want to remind you, if there's anything we can do to serve you, please go to churchhome.org. Join us on Pastor Chat. We want to ensure that you feel loved and cared for. All right, let's get to it. Here's the message. Hey, church, I want to talk to you today on the subject of value. And here's a question I want you to ask yourself. Do you feel valuable? How valuable do you feel? If you're anything like me, oftentimes based on my performance, my value will fluctuate. You know, if I've been kind to my wife, if I haven't yelled too many times at the kids, I tend to feel like I'm valuable. Now, of course, that sliding scale isn't sustainable, is it? If you continually to hitch, continually hitch your value to your performance, it's constantly going to be up, then down, then up, then down. Before these few moments are over today, I want to deeply connect your value to the creator of the universe your value to the designer of all the oceans, rivers, lakes, seas, mountains, and animals. All the continents of the world are a result of his words, his creation, and his design. And the Bible over and over tells us that he values you. One of my favorite metaphors and illustration that Jesus often uses is the illustration of the birds. Now, my dad loved birds. I actually grew up kind of resenting birds. My dad would have bird books. Like, do you know anyone who buys bird books? I actually have now in my house this big, thick, mint green book, and it's called Birds of the World. My dad actually bought that book. I think he spent a lot of money. It's like a $45 book because he wanted to study all the feather, feathered friends of the world. He wanted to study the birds. And now I kind of get it. I got to be honest, in my 40s, I'm into birds. So dad won. He got me. But you know who else is into birds? God. He made them. In fact, the scripture records Jesus saying, if you want to talk about value, you want to talk about worth, let's talk about the birds. Let's talk about the birds. Fun fact about birds, by the way, I love this stuff. The hummingbird is my favorite bird, okay? I love the hummingbird. It shimmers like a rainbow in the light, right? And it can be so still, but its wings are going so fast you can't even see them. I'm mesmerized by the hummingbird. It's the, the helicopter of birds, right? I love it. Did you know that the bird, that the mass of the bird, that their brain is 4.2% of their entire body, proportionately speaking? Did you know hummingbirds have the biggest brain of all of the birds? So I not only like hummingbirds, evidently I like smart birds. I like hummingbirds. But, you know, Jesus references a bird, a sparrow. Now, I think one of the reasons he referenced sparrow is sparrow is still today one of the most common birds. It's like behind me, it's like seagulls, sparrows. They're right up there with the most common bird. And do you know that Jesus said that his eye is always on the sparrow. Insert Lauren Hill, thank you so much. Sister Act, one of my favorite movies growing up. His eye is on the sparrow. Don't forget that song and don't forget that scripture. God actually says that every sparrow that dies is before him. Luke chapter 12 and verse six actually says 
that not one sparrow who passes is forgotten by God. One other translation says, the sparrow is always before him. I love that concept of before him. That, that, that God sees every single bird. Think about that. So I want you to compare it just for a moment. Later in Matthew's gospel or earlier in Matthew's gospel, Jesus will say, you are of much more value than many sparrows, than lots of sparrows. You are always before God. I mean, think about it. If one little bird is always before God, I love before. Before means right in front of his face, right in front, in the middle of his attention. That's where you are right now in front of God. You're right in front of his face. His eyes are not darting. He is not distracted. He is focused on you and he loves you. You know why? Because you are of intrinsic, eternal value to God. And if he cares about the most common bird, how much more does he care about you? Now, I wanna jump into math and there's a little bit of math in the New Testament. And I wanna warn you, I'm not great at math, but in Matthew's gospel and Luke's gospel, we have what many people see as a contradiction. Luke's gospel says, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And yet in Matthew's gospel, Jesus is recorded saying, are not two sparrows sold for one penny? So which is it? Two for one, five for two, like what, what is it? And, and, and the, the answer is actually very simple. In the marketplace in Jesus' time and antiquity, if you added another penny, you could get two sparrows for one penny, or you could get five for two. Why is that important? First of all, it's important because the scripture acknowledges this simple, everyday, run-of-the-mill marketplace exchange. And the message is really clear, isn't it? That there is an actual bird that's thrown in, as if it's of no value. You can literally get a deal in the marketplace. And yet God is saying, even the sparrow that the marketplace says has no value, it was thrown in for free. You went from four sparrows to five, right? You can get, it's kind of like a two, two pennies for five, right? It's, a, it's just a deal. Oh, yeah, the market guy would say, we'll, we'll throw in one more sparrow. And that is God's way of saying, you know the sparrow that was thrown in the deal? You know the sparrow that's not of value? It matters to me. It's valuable to me. And there it is. How much more are you valuable to God? He loves you. You are so significant. Definitely one of those guys that believes that the fact that you and I are sucking oxygen on earth at the same time means that God has a plan for us to be here at the same time. You are of so much value. We live in such an interesting era and an interesting time of human history. And like I said at the beginning, so many of us uh, curate or count up our value based on what we accomplish, how we perform, what we do. Oh, I love sports, right? And one of the great things about sports is you can cheer for your team, but there's a scoreboard and it tells you who wins and it tells you who loses. But if we're not careful, we start to walk through life like that, thinking that if I don't do enough, if I don't have enough, if I'm not important enough, 
if on social media I don't have an impressive amount of people engaging with my content or with my pictures or with my videos on TikTok, somehow I'm, I'm not as valuable. I was watching a documentary last night on ESPN and one of the old sports writers was talking about this sports figure that the documentary was about and he says, you know, it's such an interesting human practice how we will ascribe value to ourselves based on how closely we know are in relationship with a famous, productive, powerful athlete or personality. He said, it's crazy, but we all do it, and so do I. I want you to know you don't have to be famous to be valuable. You don't have to have a lot of money to be valuable. You don't have to score a lot of points in your respective sport to be valuable. You are valuable because you are you. And I'm gonna end with this. It's kind of wild. Now, I don't wanna brag, but I'm, I'm tatted, okay? I'm tatted. Uh, if you know my story, I have one tattoo, and it was in the middle of the night in Switzerland with some friends, and it says better at 70. And it's this idea that I wanna get better with age, but the point is I got one tattoo, it'll be the last one I get because it was so painful. Don't judge me, okay? Some of you right now have whole sleeves, okay? I'm not gonna point fingers, but the guy holding the mic right over there in this shoot, his name's Joe, I've known him for 20 years. He's got all these tattoos. I've got one tattoo that took approximately 12 seconds to perform, and it was so painful, I'm never gonna do it again. Here's what you may not know at the end of this talk. God has tattoos. I know. I know, it's wild, right? Because in the 80s and the 90s of the church, if anybody out there grew up in church, you know tattoos were not okay. In fact, anyone with a tattoo we knew was going to hell. But do you know that the prophet Isaiah, you're not, I was gonna say you're not gonna believe this, but I really hope you do. It says that God has engraved your name in his hand. He's engraved your name in his hand. You and I think, there's not enough room on God's hand to engrave everyone's neck. Well, he's, his hands are not like our hands. His size is not like our size. His ways are not like our ways. The prophet Isaiah declares, God has tattooed your name on his hand, on his hand. You are so valuable to God. He knows your name. He knows your middle name. You won't tell anybody. He loves you. His eyes are always upon you. You are before God right now. And I wanna say this to everyone watching, the pain, the problems, the challenges, the loss, the loneliness that you're going through right now, it is directly before God. God is aware, he's not far, he's not distant, and he's not dismissive. He loves you. And your value before God, can I just say, it cannot be quantified fully in this life. You have eternal value. You have everlasting value. You have forever value because of God's love and what Jesus has done for you. I want to pray for you. If you're watching this and you would like to receive the free gift of forgiveness that only Jesus offers, you don't have to earn it, deserve it, or warrant it. You just accept it and receive it. If you'd like to do that, there is absolutely no pressure. Many people watching this are like, I want to think about it. Do that. Think about it. But for those who are ready and you know you can feel it in your heart, feel it in your bones. God loves me. He sees me. He's forgiven me. Jesus Christ was the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form and he became sin so that you and I can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you'd like to receive that free gift of right relationship with God and the forgiveness of all your error, wrong, sin, and selfishness, 
you can do that right now by receiving. I want you to, how do I receive it? One of the things I like to do, which I think is an effective exercise, is just ask you to raise your hand. You know, maybe you're at a park like this, there's people walking by, people walking their dog, and you're watching this on your phone, walking your dog in a park. I just want you to raise your hand and say, hey, because I think raising your hand notifies to you more than anybody else, this is real, and I receive the forgiveness of Jesus. By doing so, you'll never be the same again. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for everyone watching this. And I pray especially and specifically for those who are receiving your free gift of forgiveness. I thank you. We will never be the same again. Amen.